Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Hallelujah. This is Brother Michael Jones. Your faithful servant today is coming before you with another message of the community call. And today we just want to just welcome you. I'm in a new location now. I am in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yes, love. But anyway, that's not that bothers you because the earth is the Lord's and the fullest thereof. So wherever in the earth I am, we will always have the Lord with us because he is all over the place. He is omnipotent and he is almighty. God is so good. Mm, tell me about it. So anyway, let's talk today about the church. We hear so many negative things. We hear so many things. And most of the negative things happen to be true, unfortunately, because we have to come to the realization and the respect, the fact that we shouldn't be hearing negative things coming out of the body of Christ because the body of Christ is a pure entity. The body of Christ is an organization made in the image and the likeness of God, the Father, the Jehovah, the Almighty, the Great I Am, ah, the Elohim. And yet and still you find things that are happening, oh, well, uh, uh, spiritual rebellion, uh, dissension, pride, uh, selfishness, anger, hatred, fashion, ah, all this stuff. That's happening, and in the worst of all, it's called uh, church hurt. That should, that should be a word that should never be mentioned amongst the believers. Never be mentioned amongst the believers because church hurts, because Jesus is the head of the church, and Jesus came to save, not to hurt, not to condemn, uh, not to hurt. He is the one that gives us comfort. He gives us peace, and he gives us more than we could ever ask because we are mighty in the sight of God. We are world priesthood. We are special. At any time that you don't think that you're special, then you don't have the spirit of Christ because he wants us to believe that we are special because he calls us royal. He calls us his own children. He calls us mighty, and he calls us, ah, special, the apple of his eye. How much special can you get? How special do you want? If we're made in the image and the likeness of God, and then he turns around and gives us all of these blessings and all of the promises and and the spirit of his, his own spirit, ah, he's jealous over the spirit that he's given us, God is so particular about that, and he's jealous about, about what he does for us. He's jealous over because if we mistreat 
what he doing, he's upset about it. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be glad in it. He wants us to rejoice. And yet still, sometimes we may have to go through a little uh, spiritual uh, hurt, but it's not church hurt. A spiritual church is like, uh, ah, how do you say, some of those things, they come at us suffering. He said, rejoice even in your suffering. And how can we rejoice in our suffering if we're not going to give God the glory? And that's what he wants us to do. Things come at us, we have to let it be known that we can rejoice. We're not going to let it get down. We're not going to let it beat us down. We're not going to let it tear us down or tear us up. Therefore, sometimes we have to get rid of that depression and that oppression and that mentality that, oh, just because you're going through a, a storm, just because you're going through a test, that means we give up? No, we don't give up. The Bible says rejoice, even in that tribulation. Be, be glad. Know that God is with us. Know that he's on, us, on our side. He got us in his hand, and yet still, we come to pretend, we come to like, well, complain, grumble, mumble. We come to criticize, and then we come to do evil things, and yet still, we say that we are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. But how can we be filled with the Holy Spirit when we're not even taught about sanctification? How can we be filled with the Holy Spirit when we're not taught about what sin is and what it's about? Do we know what, what the evil one is trying to do to us? Oh, well, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, tell us about it. What about this kill, steal, and destroy? Well, he can't do nothing unless God let him. Well, see, you're off the wrong path already because he's the God of this world. And since Adam relinquished the power that God has given Adam and mankind in this world, well, and he turned it over to the hands of the devil. Not really say write out a piece of paper and uh, have it notarized and stamped. No, but just the idea that he let the devil make him sin. Because when the Lord came in the cool of the evening and said, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, we hid ourselves because we were naked. And God said, who told you that you were naked? See, naked represents sin. See, Adam didn't have no idea about what sin was. See, God had told him, do not eat from the tree of life, the good or evil. But Adam did. And therefore, and now all of a sudden he knows about nakedness. He knows about sin. Because he was walking around in the, neck, in, the uh, in the garden doing a mighty work, naked as a jaybird, but it didn't bother him. He was not bothered about that at all. Hanging in the wind and the breeze, he and his little lady were getting busy in the own and love, the comfort of love. So, therefore, when he found out that he was naked, he went and sold leaves together to hide his nakedness. See, now he has a conscience of who and what he is. He has a guilt, and there's a shame involved with this. And that's what sin is all about. When you misobey, disobey the word of God, 
when you disobey God and then you turn around and then you have a remorse or consciousness of it, then you know you're in the wrong place. But what you do now, what we should do is to repent. Adam confessed his sin. Yes, he did. He confessed it. Believe it or not, he did. And God received it when he gave Adam, uh, he gave him his, how you say, uh, chastisement. And that's why when the word said that God chastises all that he receives. And chastisement is a punishment. But God loves us through our chastisement. And so that test comes to make us strong. Test comes to strengthen us, to make us aware of what's happening, even temptation, which is also a test to prove us. It says, he who endures temptation has stood the test. So, therefore, come, let us endure those things, but go through them. And no matter how hard it comes upon us, let us see that God is in this. Let us believe that God is in this. And since God is in this, and we are innocent, see, that's the key. You can't be a thief and then go through some suffering and say that, oh, well, God is in this because he, he wants to show, trust me, no, 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 you was a thief. But if you was accused of being a thief and you know he was nowhere around and somebody points you out, that is the suffering that we go through. And people start to calling you all kinds of different names and they arrest you and go through all these changes, and you have to maybe lose your job. That's the suffering that God wants to go through, that kind of stuff. It may be hard, but you were innocent. As long as you were innocent and you're still praying, you're still praying that, that the, the justice of God comes through. You're still praying that, that you will be exonerated in due time because you sure what you believe. You believe that the Lord Jesus would not leave you out there hanging in the breeze. So you go through that suffering, and then, then he will come through for you. And then when everybody would find out that you wasn't the one, they might send you an apology, but they may not. But the point of it is, now everybody knows that you went through this, and you went through this with a smile on your face, even though it hurts you, it hurts you, it hurts you deeply. And I know that some of us have gone through some stuff that it has hurt us so deep that we felt like giving up. We felt like throwing a towel in, but we held on because we knew that God is so good, that God is awesome, and God is wonderful, that he would not leave us, not forsake us, not have us out there messing around, uh, messed up, and then people come at us and we are innocent. But now if we're guilty, then the devil always knows that when you're guilty, oh, he really he will really put it on you then. Because I remember one time I was in a situation where uh, I said, yeah, I was guilty. I was guilty. And I did something really stupid. But as far as what people say or whatever, oh, well, it wasn't that bad, brother. It was bad. It was bad enough that I knew it was sin. And when I knew it was sin, here come the devil using somebody to come against me. And but this time, I was in a bad place. But I have to, like, depend and trust in God to say that, Lord, help me. 
tell me under my breath, and and dad talked to this person in a sensible way, with spiritual way. Come, I didn't mean it. I apologize. I repent. You know what I mean? And that's what we have to do. If we mess up, he said, confess your sin one to another. And then, and if you're guilty, as we just sin, which is we're guilty of, then when we confess that to one to another, then God will step in. The Lord Jesus is an intercessor. Oh, my goodness. He's an intercessor beyond belief. And he will let things happen to you. Once you repent and you say, I know that I was did wrong, and you tell, you're saying all of this in your spirit right here, right now, while this person is all up in your face and trying to do wrong and do bad to you, and you making that confession to the Lord Jesus right here, right now, God will move in. He will move in, and he will help you. He will bring you through. So, therefore, he's telling us to keep ourselves in that place of righteousness. Keep yourself. In fact, the Bible even said, keep yourself pure. Purify yourself even as God is pure. Yes, right here, right now. And to be purified <clears throat> is to be obedient to the truth, but deep love of the brethren. And the truth is the Lord Jesus Christ. So he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when we start to obey in the gospel, obey in the word of God, which is the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ, we obey, obey the word with that love in our heart one to another, regardless of what people might say or what they might think or what they might feel, we know that we're standing straight, we're standing strong. After we've done all we can do to stand, stand there for. So, therefore, when we hear all of the rhetoric, we hear things, let us come to pray even more to intercede for the body of Christ. Let us come to pray and intercede for the goodness of the Lord in us, the goodness of the Lord, that he would spread his love abroad, come to have that faith to speak that things that are not as though they are. Speak that peace into the life, into existence. Speak that deliverance of your brothers and sisters into existence. Speak the love of God over the body of Christ, over the household of faith. Speak it into existence. We know that things are happening and everything, but when you get an opportunity to speak on it, yes, we're not criticizing, but we're just telling the truth. There's so much stuff that's going on that it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Even the scriptures say that we should set ourselves down when we're caught into a fail, a fall like that. But no, since like most leaders don't want to set down or don't want to let nobody know that they're messing up, then they should do something. But always go to the Lord. Go to the Lord. Repent. Confess your sins to God. If you don't want to confess it into the body of Christ, yeah, most of the people know that you're messing up because people can see things. And we see things every, every day about our leaders, about those who carry the word, about those who are in the household of faith, those believers. And guess what? Those out, those sinners that are out there on the street seeing the same thing, seeing it, and yet still you want to say, brother, sister, 
come into come to the Lord Jesus. Oh, Jesus loves you. And they're going to tell you, hey, why don't you get Jesus for yourself? I know the Lord because the Lord is my all in all. But yet and still, but yet and still, and your heart is still messed up. And your heart is still cold. And your heart is still blackened. And your heart is still in dark place. Come, bring your heart up out of that dark place. In other words, it's like one time when I did a message, and I don't know why the Lord let me go there with this message. It's like sometimes we seeking the Lord. We want to get closer to the Lord and all that good stuff and everything. But we go into the barnyard and get comfortable instead of going to the manger. Go to the manger. Stop hanging out into the barnyard. Because you know what the barnyard represents. The barnyard is where all of the stuff and the mess, the garbage, the, the, the toxic and the waste is. Go to the manger where the Lord is. Go to the blessing. Continue. Go through your garbage. Go through your mess. Go through your heartache. Go through your disappointment. Go through your aggravation. Go through your pain and your sorrow. Go through your grief. Go through even your joy. Go through it. Go through your poverty. Go through your your uh, your gladness and those you have been abound in. Yes, I have a lot. I had a lot. I lost it all. Yes, it been disappointing. Yes, it was confusing. Yes, it was uh, had no peace involved in it. But yet, still keep going. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep keep going. Go through it. Yes, you've been depressed. You've been stressed out. You've been through all of this stuff that you don't want to go through, but you don't want to stop there in the barnyard. Keep going until you get to the manger and the blessings of the Lord. There's a blessing of Lord Jesus and the, the three kings that came and they brought him the gold, the frankincense, and the mirror. Ah, oh, hallelujah. Yes. We can have that blessing of God. We can have the blessing of the Father through our Lord Jesus Christ. But you've got to go through the mess and going through that mess and going through that trial, the tribulation, going through the stink, the funk. Yeah, you're going through the fallen rock zone, the, the detours, going through the backstabbers and the gossips, going through it, through it, through it. And they say, I went through hell, but I didn't stop there. You can't stop there. Stop stopping in the barnyard and then getting comfortable. But let's go ahead on through it. And then when you hear something about the church, you pray and you intercede and bring that church up out of the mess. Bring the church into the, into the kingdom. Bring that church up until they get to that place where all of the promises of God is. Because he has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness through ah. Uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we have everything, everything, everything that's needed for life and godliness. And he has given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Yes, that's how wonderful God is. And he said, you're still, you're still raw. You're still special. Ah, even though you've gone through that mess, even though you may have some funk on you, but you can be washed, washed in the blood. Wash. Ah. When you wash, 
You don't have to worry about what they say. You don't have to worry about nothing they say because you are innocent when they accuse you. When you are innocent, and you don't have to worry about all of that stuff. And even if you were guilty, once you confess your sin to, to God, once you confess your sin even to one another, God is faithful and just to forgive. And once he forgives you, it doesn't take God a year, ten years, a thousand years to forgive. So why are we still in the body of Christ going through the same old tradition, the same old uh, spiritual mentality, the same old logical mindset of the Pharisees and all of that stuff that happened in the, in the past that kept us down and holding us down? Let it go. Give it up. Give it up. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ and be strong in the Lord and the power, his might, not our might. And when we start to be, when we start to turn those things, and with that mindset of humility, that mindset of love and compassion, one to another, caring for one another, yes, just like uh, the brother that was did a great fall on the road and the people passed by him. They robbed him and beat him down. People passing by him. Some stopped to look at him and kept going. But here come a man, not even a part of the body of Christ, and stopped and helped the pro brother. Took him to a place to tend to his wounds and paid the money to help the brother. And said, if you need any more when I come back through here, I will pay for it. See, that's love. That's genuine, true love. Be there for somebody who's in a fall. Just because we ain't kissy-kissy and, and all up in some people's face and, and uh, you know what I mean, and being a pain in the behind with them and, and all that stuff. But be there for them. Have that smile at the right time for them. Speak the word of truth for them at the right time so they will know. They will have a conscience now of, like, what they're doing, they know is wrong. What they're doing, they know now there's hope for them. Yes, there's hope for them. And when we start to teaching and preaching and speaking the truth, the truth and nothing but the truth, to give people hope, to give them that uh, understanding of the truth, then they won't fall as fast. They won't fall into the garbage as we're doing today. So let us come to strengthen our brothers and sisters. Let us come to strengthen ourselves. Heal yourself. And then teach yourself. How can you say that you're a teacher and that you're a guide to help people out of darkness? and you still in the mess yourself. In other words, one of the scriptures that says that, that the, the, the sinners, and we're going to say the sinners because we know we're talking about uh, those that were, ah, oh, my goodness, hallelujah, yes. So back in the old days, we're talking about those that were outside of the Jewish faith. And we did, they call them the outsiders of, 
not the Pharisees. Oh, my God. But anyway, well, the sinners. And because of them, because of what you do, we have cursed the name of our God. And that is so sad. It is so sad that the name of God is being cursed because of you amongst the Gentiles. That's what the Gentiles, yes, Lord, hallelujah. So, therefore, we don't, we don't want uh, those people who are out on the street talking about, I don't want to go to church, and the Lord said, compel them to come. But how can we compel somebody to come when there's such a, ah, when there's such a history, when there's such going on, that, and they know about these things, because most of them have already been in the church before. They're backsliders. Most of the people out there that are doing drugs, that are messing around, doing these bad things, have already confessed Jesus Christ at one time or another, and they left the, left the church, most of them. So let's get them back into the church. But let's get them back in such a way where they won't leave again. Because Jesus has so much for them and for us. The value of love is so wonderful and it's so great that a person has to be a fool to believe that. If you like money, hey, gold streets and pearl gate, how much more money do you want? But yet still, we want to mess around with the devil's say, dealing with silver and the gold and this little, uh, a few cars and some furs here and there and, and a little prestige. All that stuff is going to wear out. All that stuff is going to brighten and bad news. But we're talking about permanent, permanent value, permanent treasure, permanent love, permanent power. Ah. And God will let us experience that right here, right now, in this life. This life. Not in the sweet by and by, but yet still, we keep holding on to that stuff. But let it go and let God have his way in our life each and every day. And we can understand that. But, but you know, we have to stop listening to what the devil say and start to listen to what the word of God say and stop making up our own opinion and our own suggestions and our own uh, assumptions. Because we know that it should be this way, it should be that way, but if it's not, it's not. That's all there's to it. So, therefore, when people say, oh, stop criticizing, we're not criticizing. We're just telling them like it is. If it's bad, it's bad. If it stinks, it stinks. Let us clean it up. Let's come to make it pure again. But the body of Christ is already pure. So let us be in the body of Christ for real, not just in word, in word alone. Let's be in the body of Christ with the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ and the spirit of our God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. And we thank you for being with us again tonight. And we'll just uh, come to that place where uh, we're going to try to to do this on a regular basis because we know we need a change in our heart, a change in our mind. Hit us up, Brother Michael Jones, people, T-E-O-P-L-E, X-C-E-L, the letter N, 
L-O-V-E at yahoo.com or E-E-O-P-L-E-X-C-E-L the letter N L-O-V-E dot Weebly W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com People Excel in Love dot Weebly dot com That's our website. So let us come to understand and time to know that God is so good and he's waiting on us to have a change in our heart, a change in our mind, and then and then rejoice to be glad even in our suffering because we know that this suffering is not going to last forever. It's a short way because the glory to be revealed is awesome, 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 awesome. And we thank you. God bless you. God keep you. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen. And we thank you, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, for all your goodness, your mercy, and grace. We thank you for the traveling uh, mercy, your traveling grace that let me come to different parts of the country to speak your word of truth. And it is ask you, Father, the others that are venturing out under the name of the Lord Jesus, where they will go where you send them and let them open their mouth and you speak through them so that the people would change their heart, change their mind, and hear the word of truth. Let them be strong and let them be of good courage to go forth and to operate in the consciousness and in the humility of goodness because we love you, uh, we worship you, and we adore you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, because you have made us special. And you have made us in such goodness ah, that we can't deny you. And we thank you and we bless you in the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Send forth the anointed upon us and help us to stand fast in these evil days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.